The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Hello, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. I am so glad you're able to join NUMA Podcast today. The key text for this podcast is the Gospel according to St. John, chapter 21, verse 1 to 9. After this, Jesus appeared again to the disciples, this time at the Tiberias Sea, the Sea of Galilee. This is how he did it. Simon Peter, Thomas, nicknamed Twin, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, the brothers Zebedees, and two other disciples were together. Simon Peter announced, I am going fishing. The rest of them replied, we're going with you. They went out and got into the boat. They caught nothing that night. When the sun came up, Jesus was standing on the beach, but they didn't recognize him. Jesus spoke to them. Good morning. Did you catch anything for breakfast? They answered, no. He said, throw the net off the right side of the boat and see what happened. They did what he said. All of a sudden, there were so many fish in it. They weren't strong enough to pull it in. Then the disciple, Jesus love, said to Peter, It is the master. When Simon Peter realized that it was the master, he threw on some clothes, for he was stripped for work and dove into the sea. The other disciples came in by boat, for they weren't far from land, a hundred yards or so, pulling along the net full of fish. When they got out of the boat, they saw a fire laid with fish and bread cooking on it. I invite you now to join me as I bring this podcast to the Lord. Loving God, I thank you today for this beautiful moment that you have created. And Lord, we thank you for the breath of life, for all that you have done. Thank you for another privilege again to be able to bring your word to the world. And I ask, Lord, that today you will sanctify the sound of my voice so that as many that will listen to this podcast will be blessed. Thank you, Father, as always, for hearing these prayers and answering them too. And I seal this moment in the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, the one who is coming back again. Amen. 
The title of this podcast is Present in Our Distress. Present in Our Distress. The character of the Apostle Peter always fascinates me. In fact, he is my hero. Hero because he is the one who always shows his humanity, not afraid to be vulnerable like many people today. Peter was impulsive and timid, and yet Jesus Christ trusted him enough to ask him to feed his shit. Today, not many churches would dare to hire an uncultured pastor like Peter. Yet, in the eyes of Jesus Christ, he was pure. In this podcast today, we are going to look at his action following Jesus' resurrection and how Jesus responded. As a child of God, I confess that I sometimes feel overwhelmed by what life throws at me and want to return to what I consider familiar, but thank God I am a beloved child of God purchased by Calvary sacrifice and more importantly i am convinced that my personal relationship with god is genuine and nothing can separate me from his love as the scripture says in the book of romans chapter 8 verse 35 to 39 and here is what he said who then can ever keep christ's love from us when we have troubled or calamity when we are hunted down or destroyed? Is it because he doesn't love us anymore? And if we are hungry or penniless or in danger or threatened with death, has God deserted us? No, for the scriptures tell us that for his sake, we must be ready to face death at every moment of the day. We are like sheep awaiting slaughter, but despite all this, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us enough to die for us. For I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from his love. Death can't and life can the angels won't, and all the powers of hell itself cannot keep God's love away. Our fears for today, our worries about tomorrow, or where we are, high above the sky, or in the deepest ocean, nothing will ever be able to separate us from the love of God demonstrated by our Lord Jesus Christ when he died for us. Wow! This is awesome. Nothing absolutely can put a wedge between us and God unless we ourselves permit that to happen. Dear brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, please come with me as we explore this beautiful story where we read earlier. That is the book of John chapter 21 verse 1 to 9. Following from Jesus' death, 
and burial and resurrection. The disciples returned home feeling disappointed. They had followed Jesus for over three years. They thought he was going to restore their national pride from the oppressors. Instead, he was captured, injured, and killed. It seems all their expectation has now come to nothing. Therefore, the only sensible thing left for them to do was to return to what was familiar. They went back to fishing in the same boats, the same nets, and in the familiar Sea of Galilee some 70 or 80 miles away from the epicenter of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Have you ever returned to something you left behind because of the feeling of disappointment? Many who do always experience the sense of bitterness and self-blame. Maybe they say it was never a good idea to stop fishing simply because they met a captivating religious teacher they are having to start all over again. Upon Peter's announcement, I'm going back to fishing, all the others with him decided they wanted to join in too. Although they were experienced fishermen, this time their skills also failed them. They fished throughout the night, put all the effort, applied all the skills, and yet fished nothing. Their nets were empty. This emptiness was not just the net they were using, but also of their souls. The material experiences they were having was the true representation of their spiritual condition. In the same way, when an individual is in the state of despondency, it is so easy to feel empty physically and spiritually. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, let me encourage you today, never give up on yourself, on your circumstances, and on your faith in your God, for He is never far away from your horizon, if you look. Verse number 4 of the Gospel of John chapter 21 says, When the sun came up, Jesus was standing on the beach, Bet they didn't recognize him. We are not told here how long Jesus was standing there at the shore, looking and watching over them, trying to get their attention and waiting until they were out of their wits, until they were exhausted. Oftentimes when we are in our own pool of despondency, it is difficult to see beyond our noses because of over-dependence on our abilities, on our skills and expertise. But here is what God's Word says to you today. Let's read Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 to 6. This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. If you want favor with both God and man, and a reputation for good judgment and common sense, then trust the Lord completely. Don't ever trust yourself. 
in everything you do. Put God first and he will direct you and crown your efforts with success. Once Jesus was satisfied that their hearts were ready for miracles, the Bible said in verse number 5 of John chapter 21, Jesus spoke to them, Good morning! Did you catch anything for breakfast? They answered, No. Notice how gentle and non-judgmental and sweet Jesus was to these desperate disciples. I believe he was saying to them, I have been here the whole time. When you cast your nets, when you struggled with your nets, and I was also here when you caught nothing. And I am here now to let you know that with me, you can do all things. So in verse number six, he said, throw the net off the right side of the boat and see what happened. I always say that a personal encounter with God is awe-inspiring. It cannot be disputed with because it is a genuine experience. Jesus was never cross with them. He was kind and he was gentle. He never rebuked them and say, after all these trainings I gave you and just because of my little absence, you went back to fishing? No, he was kind. He was kind to them. What was to follow would change the trajectory of their lives forever. Since they had admitted failure in the previous verse and said no, in verse 6, Jesus Christ said to them, throw the net off the right side of the boat and see what happens. They did what he said. All of a sudden, there were so many fish in it. They weren't strong enough to pull it in. My brothers and sisters, perhaps what you need right now is recognizing the presence of God in your life and obeying his command by throwing your net off the right side of your boat for the catch of your life. Again, Jesus said in John chapter 15 verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who live in me while I live in them will produce a lot of fruit. But you can't produce anything without me. That's the truth, brothers and sisters. That's the fact, brothers and sisters, for those of us that believe in God. Things may work in different ways for, for others, but for you, my brothers and sisters, who believe in Jesus Christ, there is no other way but to trust and to obey God's command and know that He is ever present in your distresses. It appears from the scriptures that until the miracle happened, they did not recognize Jesus' presence. Let's read verse number 7 to 9. Then the disciple Jesus Lord said to Peter, It's the Master. When Simon Peter realized that it was the master, he threw on some clothes, for he was stripped for work and dove into the sea. The other disciples came in a boat, for they weren't far from the land, a hundred yards or so. 
pulling along the net full of fish. When they got out of the boat, they saw a fire laid with fish and bread cooking on it. Once they realized it was Jesus, their ecstasy was trumped so much so that Peter took off his walking gears, put on fresh clothes to run to meet Jesus Christ. His joy was complete. He was overjoyed. Jesus is alive and he's present once again in their distress. He was there to meet their needs. But I say to you that believe in Jesus, not to wait until something miraculous happened in your life to embrace Jesus. Make effort today to see Jesus Christ in every situation for Jesus is beautiful for situation and he is the joy of the whole earth. Brothers and sisters, your net may be empty, but he is present. You may be struggling right now to make ends meet, yet he is there. Yes, right there in your distress. As I conclude this podcast, I would like to draw your kind attention to some of the key lessons we can learn from this beautiful story. In spite of Peter's failing and seemingly inconsistency, Jesus still called him. Jesus Christ continued to be present in his life. Lest we forget the same Peter who denied associating with Jesus became his spokesperson on the day of Pentecost. If he wasn't following Jesus, he would not have had that privilege to do the denying in the first place. What this tells us is this, that failure in life are not enough excuses to exclude us from God's love. And also in an ever judging world, Jesus Christ still calls us as he stands at the shore of our lives. This is because he sees the innermost part of the human person. He knows the true state of the heart of man. At the end of this message, I desire that you increase the volume of your confidence in Jesus Christ as he alone died for you on that cross of Calvary. Maybe as I speak, you are also staggering from one failure to the other or mistakes you made in the past and wondering if you are good enough for God to care about you. I say, listen, Romans chapter 5 verse 8 says this, But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. Circumstances of this world cannot change or limit God's love for you. He stands by the door of your heart, waiting and watching for you to acknowledge him and renew your relationship with him. God wants to fill up the emptiness in your life. But you must first take the step to be emptied and recognize the limits of your own self-sufficiency. Miracle begins when the jar is empty. Finally, to you who is listening to Numa podcast today and is yet to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, here is what Jesus says to you. 
Revelations chapter 3 verse 20 to 21. Look at me. I stand at the door. I knock. If you hear me call and open the door, I will come right in and sit down to supper with you. Conquerors will sit alongside me at the head table, just as I, having conquered, took the place of honor at the side of my father. That's my gift to the conquerors. With these brothers and sisters, I will say God bless you. And please join me again as I pray. Eternal Rock of Ages, the Savior of the world, Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you for the privilege to share your thoughts with my brothers and my sisters around the world. I pray today that you bring mercy to their table, O oh God. And Lord, I pray that as many that are in distress today, that you will respond to them. Because I know that you're standing by the shore of their lives. I know that you are present in their distress. And Lord, I pray especially for those who have not accepted you yet as Lord and Savior, that you will invite them into yourself today, that you will help them to recognize that you are there, right there at their doors. Thank you, Father God, because I know as always that you answer prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus is here right now. He is here to meet your need, to set the captives free. Oh, Jesus is here right now. Jesus is here right now. Jesus is here right now he is here to meet your need to set the captives free oh jesus is here right now if you feel all hope is gone and you're fighting the battle alone and depression threatens your very soul will visit you today take the dark clouds away oh jesus is here right now jesus is here right now jesus is here right now he is here to meet your needs Set the captives free. Oh, Jesus is here right now. If you feel nobody cares and life has been unfair and you can't find peace of mind Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.